Let's speak first to Professor Meg Russell, who's director of the Constitution Unit at University College London. We don't have a written constitution, do we, anyway? So this is all by nature a bit unclear. It is. Um, We famously have a political constitution rather than a legal constitution, which means that a lot is open to interpretation. We depend on conventions. We depend on precedent. Um, But looking at what's happening now, the precedents are certainly not for this kind of thing to happen. Prorogation is a perfectly ordinary thing. It happens between one session of Parliament and the next, but it normally lasts for a few days. This is a prorogation of weeks in the middle of a big constitutional, big political crisis over Brexit. But it's an extra week, though, isn't it? Because there was going to be three weeks and now there's four. Well, no, I think... That's not quite right. That is one of the things that's being said by number 10. But I think that, to be honest, one of the reasons they've probably done this is because there was a movement amongst MPs to actually sit for longer. So the Ah, the government's idea was that Parliament was going to break up for the weeks of the party conferences. And MPs were beginning to say that's not appropriate because with the Brexit deadline looming, they want to hold the government to account. MPs were going to be asked next week to vote on whether to have that recess. And the government might have been defeated on it. So by calling this prorogation, he has removed the ability of MPs to decide to sit, okay. which is problematic, And I it's think. certainly a fact at the heart of all this that they're going to be away from Parliament for more than four weeks in the run-up to, to Halloween when Brexit happens, and it's precious time by Absolutely. any definition. There are about seven weeks left from yeah. the date when they're likely to prorogue, and for four-plus of those weeks, Parliament won't be sitting. And you add that to the fact that, look what's happened in, in, rec- in, in the past week. So Boris Johnson became Prime Minister, I think it was the 24th of January, and on the 25th of January... Parliament, sorry, July. Yeah, so say, July, yeah, July. Feel like that, 24th, but, yeah. of, 24th of July, and on the 25th of July, the very next day, Parliament broke up for a five-week recess. Now, all sorts of things have been happening. Obviously, it's a very kind of hot political time, statements being made about Brexit and all manner of other things, you know, about the health service and the police and things. The normal course of events is that the government comes to Parliament, explains its plans, they're scrutinised there, they're tested... And if they've got good arguments, that's fine. And I would say even on this prorogation, they're saying that this is a normal thing to do. I'm on the side of those who say this isn't a normal okay, thing to but do, then as nothing I've just is, explained. Yeah, nothing is normal at the moment, so yeah. that may not carry, I mean, carry if, any weight. If, if it's so normal, if it's so uncontroversial, why did they ask the Queen to prorogue yesterday instead of waiting until next week when MPs could have had a say on whether they thought this was a good idea? Well, they would have voted against it, I think. That's of the course, reason, isn't it? exactly. Yeah. So Jacob Rees-Mogg flies up to Balmoral to ask the Queen to prorogue. Let's say your job, Meg, was a, a, a advisor, constitutional advisor to the Queen. Now, she could have says, she could have done the Columbo thing, couldn't she? Just as he's leaving, say, look, one more question and stopped him and sat him down and said, I- I'm not doing this. I think the maximum thing that she could have done would be in line with what I just said to say, mm, this is a bit of an awkward one this week because you haven't, you've only had a day of parliamentary scrutiny and there's all sorts of controversy going on. Why don't you come back to me next week once parliaments come together and let's see? But actually, she would have been breaking with precedent to do that because all the conventions and precedents are that when the Prime Minister advises the Queen to do something, she has to comply. So if anybody's not acting properly here, it's the Prime Minister and the Queen is doing essentially what she felt she had to do. But I think it would have been much better if he had allowed Parliament to meet and face this next week. Another dimension among the MPs is Clive Lewis, who's Labour MP for Norwich South. He says that he is going to sit in the chamber 
and basically they're going to have a lock-in and the police will have to remove him. Now, would a vote under those circumstances have any weight? I'm not sure it would, to be honest. I mean, MPs are allowed to go into the Chamber of the House of Commons when it's not sitting. Uh, Obviously, at the end of the day, there's lots of MPs in there that they adjourn and then the MPs file out. If somebody continues to sit there, I'm not sure that's going to make much difference. If they just left the doors unlocked, he could leave in his own time. Um, So I'm not sure that really works. Okay, and he'd need a few MPs to vote with him, so maybe not. One thing they have talked about is holding an alternative parliament. Um, a lot of MPs have been talking about that, hiring another venue and meeting together somewhere else. Good there was grief. There was a threat of that um, back when Tony Blair didn't want scrutiny over the Iraq war in mm. 2002. And they forced his hand by trying to, by organising. They had all of the thing, all of the detail in place. They'd booked, that there were TV cameras going to come. A former speaker was going to chair. They'd booked the refreshments. It was going to be a major embarrassment for the Prime Minister. And in the end, he said... Okay, let's have a proper meeting of Parliament. I don't think that that would work with Boris Johnson. They could do it symbolically, but I don't think they're going to force his hand now. This is fascinating. So just let me just pursue a couple more points. Um, The Speaker of the House of Commons, John Burko, he's clearly a Remainer and he wants to at the very least stop a no-deal Brexit, if not stop Brexit altogether. Now, surely he could say to the government, all right, this is my manner. And what I'm going to do is to get the MPs extra time, I'm going to get them sitting at weekends and he's also going to mess with the schedule. So what the MPs want to vote for actually definitely gets debated for a couple of days. How about that? Well, the prorogation um, could run any time from not next Monday, the Monday after. And weekend sittings are not unprecedented. So I think they're going to meet on Tuesday. The norm would be they only met Tuesday to Thursday. I think they could decide to sit on Friday. They could run into the weekend. That is a possibility, but it's still not very many days. And, and who's in charge of the schedule? The government is mostly oh, see, in so charge it, of, the sh- of the schedule. So, yeah. so yeah. Burko can't just say well, on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday we're going to debate what, what Dominic Grieve wants to debate. No, but okay. they could they could keep running. So, you know, they, they could just keep the sitting running. They could sit all through the night if they wanted to. Right. But that's pretty extreme stuff. Well, it's all it's all extreme at the moment. Is it, The last one for you, Meg, this is so useful, is they've, the, the Remainers, if we can call them that, seem to have taken the no-confidence vote idea off the table, which is the idea that you aim for Boris Johnson to bring him down and that's of course partly because Conservatives would hate to do that to their own Prime Minister but it's now starting to be talked about again. Yeah well I think in a way Boris Johnson is sort of facing them down and daring them to do this but there's a big constitutional problem here as well because obviously in the past week we've heard lots and the previous weeks we've heard lots of controversy about the possibility of a no confidence vote. Jeremy Corbyn explicitly said that he wanted to have one. The opposition parties have been talking about an alternative government, a cross-party government. That could have happened next week. What happens with, if if that had happened, if the government had been voted down in a vote of no confidence, there's a 14-day period in the Fixed Term Parliaments Act during which an alternative government can be found. But you know what? By having this prorogation, Boris Johnson has managed to cut that down to only about three days. Because (laughs) after the three days, Parliament wouldn't be sitting and wouldn't be able to agree an alternative government. So that is very problematic. He's in effect shutting down Parliament in order to prevent Parliament bringing down his government. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Lots and lots to think about there. Talking to Professor Meg Russell, who is, let me just get the title exactly right, Director of the Constitution Unit at University College London. Great to see you, Meg. Thank you very much.